Hello, everybody, and welcome to your place for all things paranormal, supernatural, spiritual, and conspiratorial. Today, we're going to talk about meditation and more specifically brain waves and how to hack them. But not hack them like with a cleaver or anything like that. Like <laughs> hack them, hack them like a computer program. How to hack your brain waves. Yeah. I'm Tanya. And I'm Chris. Welcome to the Triangulum. Welcome to the Triangulum, everybody. Yay. I feel like there should be an applause in there, maybe. <laughs> a clap track? Yeah, let's not do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> okay. So. So. What are we going to do here? That's, That's a good question. It's a big topic. There's a it's lot a pretty important topic, actually. Yeah, it, there is a lot of information. I'm not even 100% sure where to start. Yeah, it's a uh, well. First of all, meditation is definitely a personal journey for everybody. Yeah, definitely. But I think a lot of people are uh, a little bit scared of you know embarking on that journey because yeah. it sounds like it's complicated. Yeah, it does. Or, and it's not. It's not complicated. No, not at all. But I think uh, I think sometimes you know we see like let's be realistic. How many times have you and I laugh when you see commercials on TV? Everybody's sitting in Lotus with their little mudras. And stuff like oh, they look per- <laughs> and they look per- they look perfect. They, they're wearing the yoga pants and. And here's they- a personal question, Chris: Can you sit in lotus? Absolutely, friggin' not. <laughs> I am about as supple as a piece of plywood. I know. There's no, I know. There's no way now, I can sit like that. Now, here's the thing: you don't need to. Yeah. You don't exactly. need to. Exactly. You don't need to. You can sit in a chair like a regular old person. Yeah. You can just sit yeah. like a regular old person. Yeah, I know. Like a regular old human yeah. being in a chair yeah. like a normie. You don't have to sit in a lotus to, to get into a meditative state. It's just, I can't believe over the years how it's changed. Well, you know. You know it's commercialized. and You're so much more connected when your spine is touching the earth. Yeah, and you're wearing the right clothes. And you look like <laughs> you got your you're, yoga just, pants on? you're a model out of, out of you know. <laughs> It's, it's ridiculous. So how about we delve into this by trying to de- demystify it a bit? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like it's mysterious. I mean, the monks are doing it, so. Yeah, it's it's mysterious. It's important. It's good for you. There's a lot of, I think everybody pretty much knows all the good things that go with meditation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, from heart patients to, uh, you know, the range is just all across the board of things that it's good for. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Well, basically, though, it's not about, it's not so much about being in a state of, what's a good word, like prayer or anything like that. It's right. about being in a state to alter your consciousness. Yes. Yeah. And through that altering of your consciousness, you can accomplish big things. Yeah. Yeah, you can. From um, the basic relieving stress, anxiety. Right. right. But increasing focus, yeah. increasing mental uh, acuity, yeah. even into the more um, spiritualized stuff to astral projection or astral travel. Yeah, yeah. To heightened intuition. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, there's a lot of things that you can do. Yeah, you're, you're growing. Your consciousness is definitely going to grow. Yeah, for sure. And right. that expandedness yeah. will help... Bring that's, you that's to such that a state. Good word. Yeah, yeah will help bring you to a state of wholeness and oneness with like everything around you. It yeah. really does change the way you perceive the world. But what if you don't have a lot of spare time to don your robes and practice insanely yeah. hours upon hours a day yeah. in order to reach these states in a quick manner? Yeah. Now, you can reach these states through meditation, and it doesn't necessarily have to take years of practice to get no, there. No, no, it doesn't. But we all have busy lives. Everybody's got busy lives. They yeah. got busy jobs. They got families. They got all kinds of responsibilities. But what if there was a way that you could tap into these brain waves, or at the very least, train your brain right. to hit these brain waves in a little bit of an easier way while meditating? Yeah. Wouldn't you sign up? Absolutely, and then you'd also recognize them when you hit them. Yeah, and that's where what we talk about today, brainwaves, is going to come in, because we're going to touch a little bit on brainwaves and binaural beads. Yeah. There's also isochronic tones, Okay. 
But I think I like binaural beats better because it's two sides. Yeah, well, isn't isochronic more like... It's one tone. One tone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think the binaural... Binaural is going from side to side, mm-hmm. left to right. Yeah, it's activating uh, each side of the brain, each hemisphere, yeah. slightly differently. Yeah, it's like stereo and mono, actually. Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, so, yeah. so let's get into it. Brain waves. Brain waves. How many you got? Well, we have the basic ones, which are uh, beta, mm-hmm. alpha, mm-hmm. theta, and delta. Mm-hmm. And their signature time, times that they resonate at. Which their is oscillations? Oscillations, yeah. 12 hertz to 36 hertz, which is beta. Alpha, which is 8 hertz to 12 hertz. Theta, which is 3 hertz to 8 hertz. And delta, which is 15 hertz to 3 hertz. 15 or 1.5? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 1.5. Sorry, my oh, mistake. I was scared there was for I, a Yeah, I just... I, You'd never sleep. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, my mistake. Yeah, 1.5. Sorry. So, okay. So each one of those, though, is associated with a type of cognitive state, right? Yeah, yeah. That we are mostly accustomed to. So beta is typically associated with alertness, concentration, like basic cognitive thinking. Yeah, it's when we open our eyes after sleep, we go get into beta. That's our day-to-day kind of conscious state. Yeah, so beta waves dominate our normal waking state of consciousness. Right. So that is when attention is focused on tasks right. and, and the outside world yeah. As, yeah. as we move through it. Yeah. So it helps with your alertness, your problem-solving skills, your ability to make decisions and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. So that is kind of like the everyday state. If you're listening to this, you're probably in beta right now. Yeah, exactly. And then you have alpha. Yeah. Which is like touching on relaxation, Mm -hmm. uh, visualization, and creativity. So you've gone from your regular everyday kind of go, go, go brain state to a slightly more relaxed state. Yeah. With alpha. Yeah. It's uh, definitely, definitely a game changer. I think most people, when they embark on meditation, are going to kind of get into this alpha state. Yeah, that's... So they'll, they'll get a, a nice feeling of relaxing and a little bit of stress reduction. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little bit of calming down from their regular day-to-day activities. After your first attempt, you, you're you going to hit alpha. Things are going to slow down. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel a little bit like you just came out of having a nap, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll feel good. Yeah. But you can feel better. You can feel better, for sure. And that's when you get into the next state, theta. Yeah. Theta, yeah. So theta state, though, that's meditation state. That's when you're getting really low, low, low. Yeah, it's starting to get deeper, definitely. Yeah, so just before sleep. Just before sleep, yeah. So in such a relaxed state that you're almost asleep. Yeah. And yeah. that that's intuition, memory recall, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. That's yeah. the kind of stuff that's going to come up in theta. Right. And theta waves have strong stress-relieving properties. They can uh, bring down cortisol levels mm-hmm. within the body. They also help to reduce uh, inflammatory proteins yeah. within the body. Yeah. They'll also boost your immunity. Yeah. Theta waves are an excellent healing brainwave. Right. Like a self-healing brainwave. Yeah. Without the self-healing that occurs in delta, which is usually only accessible through sleep. Through sleep, yeah. The theta, theta waves, though, are they're, they're kind of the next best thing to delta. Yeah. So let's move on to Delta. Yeah. Delta is like a sleep wave. Yeah. It's a very slow frequency, very slow oscillation. Exactly. And when Delta waves are increased, let's say through meditation, or when the Delta waves are actually functioning as they should through sleep, Mm -hmm. our physical world awareness decreases. Right. And that's when we tap into the unconscious mind. Right. And that's when those waves will help to contribute to lucid dreaming, astral travel or astral projection. Yeah, it opens the door yeah. to a lot of different a lot of different experiences. So ideally what you would like is not to just have that happen while you're sleeping. You'd like to have that while you're awake. Yeah. I fall asleep a lot. Yeah. It's tough. In the yeah. meditation, I try to stay awake sometimes and it's tough. It's tough to get for me, it's tough to get to that space. And then stay there without dozing off. Stay awake. It's tough for anybody, actually. They're the second lowest, second lowest right. brainwave. Because originally, they were the lowest. They were the lowest. That's right. But now they're the second lowest because a new brainwave, lower than delta, has been discovered. Right. 
and they've called it epsilon. Epsilon is like, oh, what's the frequency of that? I think it's like point zero three or something like that to it point is zero one. Zero mm-hmm. to point five. Hertz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was lower than that. Yeah. Zero? Well zero is you know, that's as low as you can get. On the scale, yeah, I guess. And again, there's probably other brain states. I, I think there are. Mm-hmm. I think there's other brain states, but uh, they've oh, they've I found see. these new. In my notes, I had it written down as zero point one to zero point five. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So very low frequency, right? Yeah. And most, I I also read that most EEG machines, yeah, can't read brain waves below point five. Yeah, yeah. It's very difficult to uh, actually measure this this brain state. Mm-hmm. So the epsilon state is associated with a state of suspended animation. Yeah. No heartbeat, no pulse, no detectable breathing, but being very much alive. Yeah, exactly. So imagine this for a moment. You have delta brain waves, which we've all known for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Even babies spend like the first year of their life in delta brain wave activity, yeah. mostly, yeah. as opposed to any of the others. Yeah. So they're probably tripping out hard. Probably seeing some stuff. Probably can't stiff. even exactly. <laughs> can't even imagine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when they're staring off in the corner and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're seeing things. Yeah, definitely. If it's like you know visuals and freaking uh, intuition and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. doubt it. Yeah, I don't doubt it at all. So, delta was the lowest, and right. then they found this epsilon one. Epsilon, yeah. Which is now the extra lowest. This is the state that master meditators can reach. Yeah. This is the state that they're going into. So along with being in that state of like suspended animation, mm-hmm. like a master meditator could be in that that state of being alive but not being alive. Right. There is a much uh, higher awareness mm-hmm. and a, a way higher level of consciousness Yeah. in Epsilon. Yeah. But when they zero in on Epsilon, when they look at it, they, they it's like zooming in to the wave, they find another wave embedded within it. Right. And that is a new wave that wasn't part of the first four, the beta, alpha, theta, delta. Right. That wave they've called lambda. Right. And lambda is cycling at something ridiculous. It's 100 hertz to to 200 hertz. Exactly. So It's on the opposite side of the spectrum. spectrum. But the two are interconnected. Mm -hmm. Okay, so before we even get into that, though, there's two other ones above beta that we didn't even touch on. You have beta... Then above that you have gamma. Gamma. Then you have hypergamma. Hypergamma. And yeah. then lambda comes in. Yeah. That's how much faster that is. So gamma, gamma is uh, oscillating at thirty-one to I think a hundred hertz. Uh, That's what I have. Yeah. There's fluctuations in those uh, numbers yeah. depending on what you read. Thirty-six to forty-four. Yeah. For gamma, and then for hypergamma, it's up to hundred. Forty-four hertz to up to hundred. Yeah. 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 So for gamma, the brain waves help to bring about clearer insight, peak focus, right. and expanded consciousness. Yeah, the thing that's really interesting about gamma is that uh, the sense of isolation and division dissipate when mm-hmm. you're in that state, which is really, really cool. They're the fastest brain activity. Yeah. The fastest brain activity in a waking state yeah. thus far. And, and they are connected mostly to cognitive functionality, learning, memory, Information processing, things of that nature. Yeah. Focus. Yeah. Sense of well being. Mm-hmm, all of those things. Yeah. But then you have a hypergamma. Hypergamma is a deep insight and intuition. So you can go into a state of intuition and insight on the low end of the spectrum. Right. Or on the high end of the spectrum. It's more like a circle than it is a line, yeah. a linear line. So like theta will help you get to a state of intuition, right. but hypergamma can get you there too. Yeah. Or delta will get you into a state of lucid dreaming and astral projection. Right. But then you'll see that lambda also has the ability to get you there. Yeah. All of these things are interconnected. Definitely they are. So it may seem like there's a linear line of brain waves. Yeah. But in reality, it's almost as though they're all connected through circles. Absolutely they're connected. The esoteric things, the unity consciousness... Just the um, uh, energetic experiences that you can have, healing, and everything else that goes with it. All of these things are interconnected. Definitely they are. So after you pass those two, gamma, hypergamma, now we have lambda. And lambda is 
not, I don't think it's very old either. No. Well, it's old in terms of... Well, the ancient people knew about it. Yeah, Tibetan Science didn't see it. Yeah, they, they knew about it and thought, well, everybody knows about it, but I guess not. Well, yeah, apparently not. So they they had been meditating in this kind of state, certain sects anyway, of uh, Tibetan monks have been meditating in this kind of state. And there have been attempts to measure their brainwaves uh, in the past, but they just didn't have good equipment for measuring their when brainwaves. When they went there. Yeah. When they went to Tibet and, and tried, yeah, they just... They, they couldn't bring the equipment that they needed. Like most people might know this actually. Here's a here's a good example of what lambda is. Like a lambda brainwave. If you meditate and get into a lambda state, mm-hmm. uh, you know that. Uh, what is he? I think he's Danish or something like that. Oh yeah yeah Wim? yeah yeah yeah. Wim Hof. Yeah. So that guy, the Ice Man. People might know him as the Ice Man. Right. He is following that kind of practice. Mm-hmm. He's getting into that lambda state. Yeah. Lambda waves are associated with experienced meditators, yeah, such as the monks. Yeah, and those monks at the time they follow a, a meditation called Tumo. I think it's Tumo. Could be Tamo. Yeah, you remember? Tell, I, you told me about. I never heard of that actually. I didn't get a how to pronounce it. I didn't look that up. I should have looked it up. So it might be Tumo. Might be yeah. Tamo. I'm not sure. Anyway, that is a type of meditation that they do, and it is a reference to. Um, inner fire. Right. If I, I think I read that the Tumo or Tamo is a Tibetan Buddhist tradition. She is a fierce goddess mm-hmm. of um, heat and passion. Okay. So these monks focus on this meditation. So that's their focus. And they will go out and sit in like the Himalayas, in the snow, yeah. in the ice, yeah, draped incredible. with wet cloths. Cloths, yeah. And meditate and then self-regulate. Their body. The snow around them, underneath them, yeah, it begins to melt. You can see steam coming off them. And it, it's not in the inches, it's in the feet mm-hmm. away from them. And this guy, this Wim Hof guy, is a guy that lots of people have access to. They see him. He, I think he actually teaches his method these days. But, oh, he does, yeah. Um, he, has, he has practice enough that he, is in, he can get into that state and accomplish the same things. And I think he's broken quite a few records. Yeah. So it's not an impossibility. This yeah. guy has done it. Yeah, he has. And um, I never finished watching uh, the documentary, but he's teaching people, and they're walking in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And it's bliss- It's freezing, snowing, everything. And all they got on is a toque, a pair of shorts, and a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And they're walking in this. Yeah. Then when they get to the top, they're rolling lying down on the snow. Yeah. Oh, boy. Lucas oh. is back. And he's upset because he hasn't been invited. <laughs> Sorry about that. So anyway, this this meditation, this tumor meditation, um, there's also a breathing exercise that's associated with it. Right. And that's part of, well, it's part of their uh, tantric meditation cycles mm-hmm. um, for building up yogic heat. Yeah. So they use the breathing, they use the meditation, they get into this state, and then they are able to adjust their body temperature to their their, abilities yeah to their environment yeah yeah Yeah, it's crazy yeah like so if they can do it why can't we mr hoff says we can i know the tibetan monks say we can yeah everybody says we can this is a common day for them (laughs) but we have a tendency to believe though that we can't that we can't and that's when we start talking about how to get our brain into those states yeah that's where binaural beats or brain entrainment comes in. But before you even get into that, you have to understand why it works. And why it works is because it helps to facilitate brainwave synchronization. Mm-hmm. So ideally what you would like, okay, uh, for example, we all know people are considered more left brain. Right. More right brain. Yes. That's not ideal. Right. Right? You should be, you should be centered. You should be balanced. Yeah. So hemispheric synchronization is when both sides of the brain are producing the same brain waves. Yeah. And you can facilitate that or you can accomplish that through meditation mm-hmm. or meditation and binaural beats. Yeah. Right? You want to take that super over-the-top logical thinking and the really emotional side of your brain. So you have what is logical? Logical is left brain, right? And yeah. then you have right brain, which is like creative and creative. impulsive and so yeah. on and so forth bring them together so that they're synchronized and they're producing the same waves because that's just going to offer more power to those waves. Right. And that's when you get into binaural beats. So what are binaural beats? Well, binaural beats is 
it's like a, it's not music, it's tones and sounds mm-hmm. that help your brain get into that meditative state or that relaxing state more quickly. Yes. Because of brain entrainment. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to add that we both believe that you should learn both. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you should, should learn how to meditate without binaural beats. Just make it a discipline that you learn. Definitely. Um, You're supposed to use this in conjunction with meditation. You're yes. not supposed to replace meditation exactly. with this. It's supposed to be, you know, hand in hand. Yeah. They work together. Yeah. Yeah. The reason they work together is because you're in a state where your brain can allow itself to become entrained with the beats, which then allow the brain waves to hit those peak performance areas. Mm-hmm. Right? But you can't, like, for example, you can't listen to binaural beats and then, like, drive your car. Or while you're driving your car. I mean, they, yeah, that's yeah, why sorry, they always yeah. tell you, uh, you know what, don't do this while you're driving a car. Yeah, don't operate or... any heavy machinery or any of that kind of stuff. If you like listening to a mantra while you're driving to work, it's a bad idea because yeah. it gets your brain into a certain type of state. Yeah. So you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Um, but what you do want to do is use it as, a, as an aid. Absolutely. Right? Just another tool in the toolbox to uh to Yeah, use. to help you to expedite yeah. the process. Yeah. You yeah. still have to learn how to take control of what your brain does. Yeah, you have to. You have to learn uh, what the states feel like so that you know when you're in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the beats, the binaural beats will take you there a little quicker and yeah. familiarize you with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you should still learn how to do this all on your own without the aid of binaural beats or uh, guided meditations or whatever. You should be able to guide yourself into these states. This will give you an idea of what it's like to be in those states for sure. But you should be able to accomplish this kind of on the fly. Yeah. Like if you get yourself to a level in meditation or other or otherwise, mm-hmm. um, you should be able to be in this constant, relaxed, zen-like state all the time. Mm-hmm. This using binaural beats is just an opportunity to expedite the synchronization of the waves in the brain. Right. But you still need to do the work in maintaining that. Yeah. And yeah. learning how to maintain that is more easily accomplished yeah. through meditation. Yeah. Because if you can't sit down and be quiet in your own head, you're not going to get anywhere. No. This isn't like a magic fix all. Yeah. But it can get you moving in the right direction. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that it's supposed to do. You know, you're supposed to get quiet. That's what it's bringing you to, that sense of of, of peace, some kind of peace and quiet within yourself. Definitely. I mean, you got to get to know who you are. And the way you're going to do that is by being alone. I know some people don't like it. Well, you should, at the very least, be okay with being by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, being alone shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't be an issue. Some people will say it is. Yeah, for th- exactly. Some people say it is, and to them, you know, get over it. <laughs> like, come on, really? You know, I don't like being alone because, oh, whatever. <laughs> you know, get get over it already. Your empathy is astounding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound worse than me. Usually, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All so right. yeah, meditation. You still yeah. have to meditate. Well, you know what? I'm going to add one other thing, too. To to these brainwaves, they are a natural antidepressant. Yes, all of them. All of them. So those feelings of isolation and feeling alone, they disappear. They're not there. Mm -hmm. Well, this all comes in with the getting control of your brain. Yeah. Who runs the show? Who's running the show, yeah. The freaking mushy thing up in your skull is running the show or are you running the show? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's in charge? Yeah. Yeah, it's we, gonna decide for you how you feel, so on and so forth. Come on, man, you gotta you gotta take control of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, binaural beats. There's binaural beats for brainwave entrainment for every type of brainwave, for the most part. Yeah, there are gamma there's ones, a, a lot alpha ones, yeah. beta ones, theta ones, delta ones. Yeah. There isn't much though out there for lambda or epsilon. There is some stuff coming out, but it's kind of. Kind of slow. I mean, to get it right, yeah, you can put any old damn thing together, and who's going to know? I'm not going to know. Well, they tell you as well that you know what this this is an experiment for them as well. The good ones, yeah, that they want feedback because they don't know much about it. So let's look at binaural beats. How do they work? So they work by sending a different frequency mm-hmm. 
or tone into each ear. So usually when you listen to binaural beats, you get the best effect if you're using headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two frequencies are being heard simultaneously by the brain, and that effectively creates a third tone at that mathematical difference. Right. Right? And then the brain then follows along to the new frequency. So that mathematical difference is the new frequency. And then it starts producing brain waves at the same rate as that new frequency, that third frequency. Right. And because the brain is following along, it's matching that uh, oscillation. Right. Which then causes the brain to fall into line, basically. Yeah. yeah. It, because it likes to copy what it's hearing. So yeah. it hears, sorry, it hears one tone, here's another tone. And then in, in between that is the difference between the two tones. Yeah. And then it follows the difference in between the two tones. Yeah. So, yeah. for example, if you had 310 hertz sent to one ear, like mm-hmm. the left ear, right. and you had 315 hertz sent to the right ear, then the brain will process and interpret the two frequencies as like 5 hertz. Okay. And then it will produce brain waves at 5 hertz. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So essentially the same idea. So if you know brain waves in theta are, what were my numbers again? Uh, uh, theta 4 to 7 or 3 to 8. 3 to 8, yeah. Right? Yeah. So you can send one tone to, the, to one ear right. and another tone to another ear. But so long as the brain processes it and comes up with it between that 3 to 8. Yeah. So let's say it comes up with 5. Yeah. Right? Because there's a difference in between them of 5 then that's your theta that's, brainwave. That's the state, yeah. 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 So then there's another type of tone that people put out. Um, also said to do the same kind of things. They're called tones as opposed to beats, and they're called isochronic tones. Right. They're not as uh, nice to listen to, no, I don't think. They're as, pretty raw. Yeah, binaural beats. I think binaural beats are nicer to listen they to. Are. They are. Because isochronic tones are just one tone with an on-off pattern, like a pulsating pattern in the background. Yeah. And the speed of it is depending on the frequency that's used. So yeah. it's, sometimes people can find it to be a distraction. Yeah, I mean, some people like it. And if it's good for you and it works, well, then, again, go for it. Now, on the flip side, some people like isochronic because then you don't have to wear headphones. Yeah. But you don't, I mean, even with binaural. I've listened to binaural yeah, without headphones, can, yeah. too. As long as it's like you're not sitting with the you know, your speaker or something on your right side only, then you're kind of missing the point. Yeah, so you're getting the stereo spectrum. mm -hmm, Exactly. So I think um, the two have benefits. They each have their own benefits. I think binaural beats are a little bit better, personally. I I agree. And you know what? I'm just kind of getting turned on to binaural beats. It was because of these different brain states, the the newer ones. And I heard about them. I like them. Yeah, I heard about them a long time ago. I remember when I was going to... Uh, I was taking classes for, what was I taking classes for? Might have been uh, manifesting or something like that. I can't remember. But the teachers there had given me binaural beats. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, underneath ocean wave sounds. Yeah, they were good. Most of the binaural beats will have a natural kind of, a nature sound occurring. And then the the tones. Tone underneath it. Yeah, is is below it. So it's not. It's not in your face. In your face, it's yeah. kind of subtle. So yeah. it's it's not bad. It's nice to listen to. Yeah, it is. They are. They are mm-hmm. the good ones. The good ones are. Yeah. yeah. So when you when you listen to these, that's when you're going to get the hemispheric synchronization of the brain. So you listen to binaural beats, you get the hemispheric syn- synchronization. Tripping over my own tongue. Hemispheric <laughs> synchronization. <laughs> <laughs> and then through that, you have a better. You just have a general all-around better feeling, right? Like you're going to feel more uh, relaxed. You're going to feel more chipper. You know what I mean? You're not going to be having this constant hemispheric tug of war in your head about what's logical and how you feel and so on. There'd just be a balance to everything. Yeah, yeah. With that now, there is some Epsilon binaural beats, Mm -hmm. Lambda binaural beats. We've taken a look at a couple yeah. Um, the two that we took a look at, I haven't gone through the whole epsilon one. I'm still, uh, I'm still looking at that one. But I, f- right. I like the way that this company does their stuff. I feel like they put a lot of effort into making sure that they're getting it right. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, you could definitely go on Spotify or YouTube Music or whatever Apple Music and find somebody who says that they're making, you know, binaural beats for epsilon brainwaves, and you're gonna get. Who knows what? It might work for you, but I just find that the quality isn't that good in them. 
you know, being in music and in audio, I just, I, I really kind of look for that. If, if I don't hear it, I just, it just, I shut it off. I don't even bother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, well, we listened to, to a bunch of them one. and I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Yeah. So, you know what? If you're going to buy something good, you might have to fork out a little yeah. bit of dollars, but yeah. that's up to you. How, I mean, it. try out, try out something easy. Try out a Theta one. There's lots of Theta ones. Yeah. Try out a try out a Delta one yep. for sleeping, yep. and see how that makes you feel. Yeah, but the company I Awake Technologies they have some uh, different types of uh, binaural beats and meditations and stuff. And mm-hmm. we have the Profound 3.0 meditation program, the Epsilon one, to get you into that state deeper than uh, Delta. Yeah, and then the other one we have is the uh, Lambda Brainwave meditation, the Infinity one that they have. Mm-hmm. So that'll get you into the transcendent type of consciousness yeah i've tried their sleep one i really like it yeah um the delta one uh what is it called Uh, i think it's rainstorm or something like that Yeah, rainstorm it was rain and then there was uh binaural beats underneath of it and i noticed a difference in the first time i used it for deep sleep yeah for deep sleep because i wasn't getting enough deep sleep and i noticed uh, a difference in my uh, time in deep sleep i noticed between the two of us, how you felt just waking up after having m- more deep sleep mm-hmm. uh, than light sleep. If you want to meditate on a regular basis but mm-hmm. can't seem to find the time, then this is, binaural beats is a good way to get, get your brain yeah. trained yeah. to different brainwave states yeah. that are going to basically improve all the aspects of your life. I, I believe so. Right? Absolutely. Believe if you. So improve your delta state let's say your delta waves right. so you're going to sleep better when you're in deep sleep if you if you are spending the right amount of time in deep sleep then you are experiencing anti uh anti-aging yeah um hormones that are released yeah i think it's dhea or something like yeah, that yeah. you get a uh, release of melatonin as well yeah yeah so you're going to get better sleep if you if your brain waves are in tune and your brain is synchronized right your sleep is going to improve. Your health. Overall I mean, you also have to realize, too, that drugs and friggin' alcohol, they mess these things up. Yeah. I, I, the ayahuasca and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. If that floats your boat, cool. But you know what? In the end, you're not going to be brewing ayahuasca in your kitchen. <laughs> no. Right? To get you to a state that you can get to without it. When it comes to meditation, I had lots of people ask me before, and I'm sure you have too, Chris. Yeah. People will ask you, like, oh, you know what? Like, when I before I meditate, I smoke a joint, and then I said, I have these, like, really wicked uh, spiritual um, visualizations yeah. oh, and, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I ask them every single time, how do you know it was a universal experience yeah. and not a hallucination? You can't affect the chemicals of your brain with an outside substance and then try to sell me on the idea that that the uh the uh the pot (laughs) enhanced your meditation yeah you know i would be more inclined to be well i would be more interested in someone's experience in meditation if they didn't or i knew for a fact that they didn't affect or compromise their experience in any way with any type of drug or alcohol or anything like that Uh, yeah i agree look you want to smoke a spliff Knock yourself or out. have a drink or do what? Go ahead, but mm-hmm. don't say that it's enhancing your meditation. <laughs> okay, because now you just—I don't know—you screwed up the experiment. You added something into it that wasn't supposed to be added. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I wouldn't because I'd like to—I like to be acutely aware of the experience I'm having. Yeah, yeah, and me too. I like to know that that experience is purely because of the state I was in. Yeah. Or the place I had gone, yeah. and not because I had um, taken a substance or, or yeah, anything and, like that. And it's they're known to take you on a trip. Well, yeah, that's why people take them. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> exactly. So, so what are you going to say? That got more enhanced? Yeah. Because I meditated as well. Yeah. Ah, ah just, just a bunch of baloney. <laughs> bunch of fucking idiots, you know. Like I, I, I don't even want to get into it with with people with that, you know. Like. Just either you're meditating or you're not. I agree. I agree. Right? Yep. We'll see. We'll see how easy it is for you to get into that state without enhancing it in some way, shape, or without getting, yeah. without taking something to slow you down. Yeah. 
yeah. right? If you take something to slow you down, to calm you down, yeah. then what are you meditating for? Yeah, and at least I can say that someone who did take ayahuasca or whatever, they say it was the drug that got them to that point in consciousness or that point, that, uh, that state that they were in. Yeah, yeah. But we also, we, you and me have also heard people saying that I had this awesome experience and it was because I smoked some weed yeah, or whatever the yeah. hell. I tripped out on some mushrooms or... So what I told them, I said, you, you tripped out. Yeah. You had a hallucination, man. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a visualization. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not the it same thing. It's a hallucination. It's definitely not the same thing. No. So, binaural beats. Binaural beats and meditation. Yes. So what types of meditations are there? Because you want to you want to use these in conjunction with your binaural beats. Yeah. Right? To make things a little bit easier. So there's a bunch of different types of meditation. I like I like where Dr. Joe Dispenza is going with his research in meditation. Yeah. You know what? I'll agree with you on that because I'm not a huge fan of guided meditations because yeah, I find listening to someone guiding me is taking me away from the state that I want to be in because I have to think about and process the information I'm getting. Yeah. Even though even though it's a quick process, I still find that it kind of takes me away from where I want to go. Yeah, his are really, really good. But and I, I, I've listened to those ones with you. We've done those meditations together. Yeah. The space-time one is particularly good. I like that one. Yeah. And the pineal gland one yeah. is good. So I'm not usually a fan of guided meditations, but if you, if that's what you need yeah. to get you to where you got to go, you gotta go then, then you use then them. Use them. They're good. I love... Jose Silva's methods, mm -hmm. they go way back, mm -hmm. right to the beginning mm -hmm. of uh, the stuff coming into the West. Yeah. I haven't done any of those ones. Yeah, I have. I, I, I'm actually refamiliarizing myself with them again because, yeah. you know, I've read and heard so many different people talking about, you know, this is their way. It's just, it's not the way. Mm -hmm. It's not that difficult. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, probably the most popular meditation in the West is mindfulness meditation. Right. Which I think originated in Buddhist tradition. Yeah. Which is basically focusing on your breathing yeah. and observing your thoughts as they yeah. as they pass through your mind, observing them, letting them go, yeah. not focusing on them for any length of time and not having any judgment about them. Mm -hmm. That seems to be the one that is the most popular here. Yeah. But there's a lot of other ones. So there's also uh, spiritual meditation. There's focused meditation. Right. There's movement meditations, walking meditations. Right, right, right. Um, yoga is considered a movement meditation. Yeah. So even Tai Chi is a movement tai meditation. Chi. Yeah, Qigong. Yeah, Qigong. Uh, mantra meditation. Yeah. So reciting mantras or, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, transcendental meditation. Oh my yeah. gosh, he's back. He likes meditation. Um, visualization meditation. Yeah, and, which uh, is manifesting or... Yeah, yeah. Well, you visualize a thing, an outcome that you would like to have. So it's yeah. almost like projecting um, your desires into the future. Yeah, a lot of research it. on that, like with sports and, and all types of stuff. And then just silent meditation. So you just sit in silence, you think about nothing, you do nothing, you don't focus on anything, and you just experience the that state of just being. yeah. Right, peace. Mm -hmm. Some some kind of peace. Some people they don't want to get into the deeper states. They don't want the mystical or spiritual expansion that you can you can tap into. Some mm -hmm. just just some just want it to be quiet. Just get some peace and quiet and balance their body out, which is good. Mm -hmm. I, is I want that, but I also want to tap into the me to too the, to the mystical stuff. Yeah, I want to meet some peeps. I want to see some things. I want to. I yeah. want to have those experiences, those experiences that I can't quite explain. Yeah. Where I've been someplace else in my meditation. I've seen somebody else. I've gotten information from somewhere else. Well, I think you, as you, as you, you meditate more, um, you're going to realize that it's the door or the doorway that you have to go through if you want to become more intuitive, if you're seeking some form of guidance, if you want to become more psychic, whatever it is that you want. Mm -hmm. That's the doorway you're going to have to go through. Yeah, meditation is the way it's to get the there. It's the key. That's it the is. key. It is the key. It's like the master key. It's it the is. master key to everything. Yeah. And yeah. If, you, if you take the time and dedicate some time to meditation, it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be hours a day. No. I mean, you and I have a tendency to do about 45 minutes or so, but yeah. 20 minutes, man. 20 minutes? Yeah. 
And if you do 20 minutes of meditation and you throw some binaural beats in there to help expedite your brainwave production and expedite your entrainment and your your synchronization of your your hemispheres of your brain, you'll see see results. results. Yeah, absolutely you will see results. Yeah. And all of those brain waves need attention at some points. Yeah. Uh, like we talked about, delta for sleep, right? Um, alpha, if you, do, if you have dominant alpha waves, then you have like uh, positive thinking, accelerated learning. Yeah. Some people will listen to alpha brainwave uh, binaural beats when they're studying. When they're studying, yeah. Because it helps you retain the information better. Yeah. yeah. So they does use, gamma. So does gamma, apparently. Gamma really uh, is... Uh, Expander. Yeah, so alpha waves, though, they are usually associated with uh, better performance. Yeah. It's like peak performance. Yeah. And uh, improve creativity. Yeah. So every brain wave has a a huge section of positive stuff on the side of it there that you can tap into, that you can use to your benefit. Yeah, the benefits to, uh, to meditation, they're huge. They're huge. There's just so many of them. Mm-hmm. There's just so so many of them. You know, we we haven't, we haven't even touched upon what they termed as the Maharishi effect, or whatever they want to call it. Oh, now. Yeah. I don't know where they get people mm-hmm. meditating on areas that have high crime levels mm-hmm. and uh, you know war zones and whatever else, and the effects that are produced when they're meditating on peace. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, huge. it alters it. Yeah, it alters the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Meditation alters the energy. It alters your energy. Yeah. It alters the energy around you. Yeah. It does a lot. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people are kind of spooked off by getting into a, a, a regimen of meditating. Mm-hmm. I because think they're afraid a, to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're afraid to be alone with their thoughts. A lot of people are. That's they why people are sleep That's what with their is. TVs on. Yeah. Or they can't not be watching something. Or they have to be around people and they yeah. can't be by themselves. Or they've yeah. got to be constantly distracted. Yeah. Because you're afraid to be alone with your own thoughts and with yourself. Yeah. And that is no good. The constant distraction is just keeping you away from, from what's really, really going on in this world. What if the constant distraction was a way of keeping you from your higher intuition. Yeah, I was going to say that. From your ability to perceive <laughs> Here you we know, go. and prophesize With the, the conspirat- things around you. Conspiratorial. Well, we haven't honestly, got into this. If we just like keep flashing yet. things at you all the time, then yep. you're you're not seeing what you you're not seeing the you're, seeable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's information in the ether around you all the time Time, and if your brain is in the right state if your mind is in the right state if your energy is in the right state state. that stuff isn't imperceivable anymore no it's actually quite obvious yeah and you will find that you are far far from being alone oh yeah yeah you won't feel alone yeah you feel what's the word i guess well i don't want to sound lame but you do feel kind of connected. Yeah, absolutely. You feel connected for sure. You feel connected, but you're comfortable with being by yourself. Yeah. Because now it's not a physical thing anymore. Yeah. Right? It's an energetic thing. Yeah. It's a higher vibration. It's a higher frequency. Yeah. It's a different level of being. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I, uh, I've been meditating on and off for mm-hmm. a long, long, long time. And when I fall off the wagon of meditation, I notice right away. Mm-hmm. Things just don't work the same way they do, mm-hmm. or they did. Mm-hmm. Well, the idea too is when you're meditating and you're doing it regularly, that if you miss something, you carry that energy with you. Yeah. Right. Your being is that energy. Yeah. So you don't feel like, like uh, eventually over time the energy will will subside. You'll start to lose it. It'll wear off. It won't yep. hold the same power that yep. it usually does. Right. But ideally. You want to be in that state when you're awake. You do. Right? You want to carry that state with you all Where, the time. Wherever you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That changes, man, that changes the world around you like you have no idea. Huge, huge. People pick up on it. Animals pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. You know, everything picks up on it. It's a good place to be. Yeah. So what do we learn? Well, we learned that there are a bunch of different brainwave states. And right. they all have 
aspects of them that are important to you. Yeah, or and we, and we all have them. Oh, yeah, everybody has them. Yeah. Some are more dominant than others. Some yeah. are out of balance. It's sort of like chakras. Your brain waves can be out of balance, right? Mm-hmm. You can have, you could be focusing more on beta waves and not on delta waves, or let's say there's an imbalance there, so you're yeah. constantly focused and attentive, but you can't sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So ideally, you want to have a balance in all of these brainwaves as well. And you want to make sure that you can get to those states where the peak um, benefits of each brainwave state is realized. Yeah, you're going to take some of it with you. Yeah. So we have, well, we'll start from the bottom. So the very bottom is that newer one, Epsilon. Right. Then you have Delta. Right. So Epsilon, suspended animation. You're in a state of suspended animation. Mm Mm-hmm. Master meditators, monks, Tibetan monks, they reach that state. Yeah. Because it's difficult to be in that state without falling asleep. Yeah. Above that, you have delta. Right. So delta is the one where it's uh, a healing brainwave. That's when your body is releasing hormones and releasing um, chemicals to self-heal, right. anti-aging chemicals into your system. Yeah. And your sleep. Yeah. Then you have theta as we're moving up, right? Yeah. So yeah. theta is the kind of the the area where you meditate at. It's intuition and it's memory, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Then you have alpha, right? Mm-hmm. Alpha is where you have like that kind of basic relaxation. Yeah, creative. Yeah, where you have creativity and you have visualization. Yeah. Then you have beta, which is your everyday waking state. Yeah. And then you have gamma. Right. Right? So gamma is like your insight, your uh, expanded consciousness. Then yeah. you have a hyper gamma. Right? And then you get to the top of that, you have lambda. Right. And lambda is like, you want to meditate in the mountains naked? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Without having to melt the snow. Yeah, melt the snow. (laughs) Lambda is where you need to be. Right? Um, Lambda is like the ultimate high. As far as we know. Oscillation. Yeah, right. As far as as we know. As far as we know. The ultimate high oscillation hurts. brainwave in a waking state yeah because when you look at the two lambda and epsilon on the two opposite ends of the spectrum are connected connected yeah just one gives you different effects when you come out of it yeah one makes you sleepy you're a little more drowsy and a little sleepy coming out of it and the other one you're 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 ready to go you're good to go so if you want to get into that into those states, or do you want to synchronize those brain waves? Mm-hmm. You need to start a meditation regimen, right? Even twenty minutes a day. Yeah. But if you do a meditation regimen and you want to help to expedite those effects, yes, then you add binaural beats. Yeah, that's the that's the brain hack. Yeah, the binaural beats will cause your brain to fall into line a lot quicker than if you were to just force yourself to you know bulldoze through meditation yeah especially if you're new to it and you have some troubles with it yeah for sure but at some point you should move away from it yeah Yeah. right you don't want to use it exclusively exclusively yeah. you don't want to you know lean on it too heavily it's like guided meditation a lot of people like guided meditation like i said before i'm not a big fan but if you need it to start you off on the right path go for it but at some point you have to learn to sit in silence you do you have to cre- you have to get into it yourself, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But when you do those things, you're going to see changes everywhere. Yeah. You're going to feel better. Yeah. You're going to be less stressed. You're going to be less anxious. You're yeah. not going to worry. You're going to have better memory. You're going to have better thought processes. You're yeah. going to feel more comfortable in your own skin, and you're going to feel as though you're a bigger part of the one. You're not going to see the world in the same or through the same eyes that you've been seeing them no that's when you start having your experiences that's when you might have third eye opening and you see something you've never seen before you're going to have experiences if those are the types of things that you're hoping to accomplish then a a meditation regimen is for you yeah you're going to view things differently and you know what when you're when you're picking the binaural beats pick the ones you like that you like that make you feel something straight away we were talking about this yesterday i don't like the like really tinny ones or whatever yeah. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I hope that um, through this conversation, you learned a little bit about brainwaves. You learned a little bit about the benefits of binaural beats yeah. and the importance of meditation. And combining the two is yeah. a powerful tool in overcoming kind of the basic energies of our everyday human life. Yeah.
Yeah, it's a huge topic. I mean, it's it's one well, it's we'll probably talk topic. about again yeah. as well. I mean, the history of meditation, blah, yeah, there's all kinds of crap. It's, it's just and where it's even going now. Yeah, exactly. Right? And people are really, really expanding on it, which is, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really glad about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Hopefully you'll join us for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, we were happy to have it. Hopefully we didn't screw it up too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I find that it's just so much to say and you get stuck because you don't know what to say. Yeah, there's a lot of things to cover. Yeah. It's hard to sum it up yeah. easily and you know coherently for people to catch right away what it is that yeah, we're saying. Exactly. Anyway, thanks for joining us today. Hope you liked it. Binaural Beats, get yourself some. Yeah. Meditation, start yourself some. Yep. And change your life. Go into the silence. Mm-hmm. Change your life, man. Yeah. Absolutely. You can do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure you can. You don't have to meditate naked in the Himalayas, but, no. <laughs> you know, you should start. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Have a good night. Have a great night. Visit us at our website at thetriangulumpodcast.com or email us at thetriangulumpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook or support the creation of this podcast through Patreon at patreon.com backslash thetriangulum. Your support, as always, is appreciated. 